podcast, the podcast where each and every week we talk about another facet of the Highlander universe. <laughs> I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Jazz Welcome. Oh. What's up, Kyle? <laughs> I'm just talking about your jazz hands. Ah, jazz hands. Oh, They're out. This is, that's right, a little wave of four. This is Corona Chronicle number four, if you're counting. We are. They're labeled. Uh, yes. That's right. So we're going to do something different this week. Um, we've been doing the reader mails the past couple weeks. And last week, uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us uh, and the huge response we got to the Christopher Lambert uh, interview. We really appreciate everybody, you know, sharing it and uh, all the emails and stuff we've gotten. It's been really great. Well, I mean, I'm still blown away. Yeah, it's awesome. The, the, the fact that it happened, I'm like, cool, I'm vibrating over here. I, I'm not yep. going to lie. I listen to Christopher Lambert saying, you're listening to Highlander Rewatch. And don't forget, there can be only one like 80 times. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I feel like that should just be the start of every show now. It might have to be. That's right. Uh, so this week, instead of doing reader mail, uh, just because, you know, we want to switch up the format a bit. And, you know, I'm sure hearing us just read emails is sometimes not the most exciting thing, although we appreciate everybody's email. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Um, Ooh, that didn't sound good. No, nah, not really. Uh, this week, we thought we'd do something a little bit different. Uh, and since we're all kind of, you know, stuck inside quarantining, as we should, uh, staying strong, everybody. Uh, Wait, we what? thought we'd share. <laughs> oh, you're not? We're supposed to be staying inside? This That's is what I've heard, Eamon. What, what are you doing? I've been uh, sneezing on everybody's doorknob. Oh, <laughs> you mean just like normal, like you normally yeah. would? Yeah, like <laughs> I always do. That's I my would job. recommend, <laughs> I'm no doctor, but I wouldn't recommend doing that. Okay, I'll, I'll pair back a little bit. Okay. That's important. That's a good thing to do. You're like like a door-to-door, like the guy who delivers the circular, only with sneezing yeah. doorknobs. I just wipe my nose with each, each one and, and put it in. <laughs> uh, so this week, what we're going to do is we're going to just share some music with everybody. Uh, this is music. Yeah. Well, we all have different reasons for picking them, so I won't get into that and everybody's individual reasons yet. Uh, but yeah, we're going to uh, play some music. We'll talk about it. Um, and in the episode description below, uh, we'll have links to all the uh, the videos. You can check them out uh, on your own. And uh, and if you want, also, after you listen to this episode and see what we pick, uh, in the links, or excuse me, in the comments below, drop your favorite band that you're listening to or you know new albums you've discovered during quarantine, all that sort of stuff. That way everybody can kind of share and, uh, I don't know, check out what everybody's doing. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. we're all, uh, I mean, we're definitely all looking for recommendations because i mean what do you got to do but consume media that's right just like uh, except for rap or country oh boy no, i'm just kidding you ever <laughs> meet somebody that says that i like music except for rap or country i like music except for two of the most popular styles of it yeah yeah I'm, i feel like that was a thing in high school people would say that and i'm just like i'm pretty sure i said that in high school but i was <laughs> it, so. i probably said it too but it was stupid I, i'm just like oh no those are those are both good good forms of music forms yeah. of music i don't know I'm if that's the right not that into country but i would be lying if i said like when old town road comes on i'm not rocking out which is both no that's both right mm. there. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um what was i gonna say oh my gosh uh, I don't remember anymore. My mind is literally gone blank. Was it money now? Were you gonna say money? Now? I I am wearing my money now shirt, everybody. So Ooh, available on tpublic.com. Beautiful T Public store. Um, me, yes, you can get money. No, that's right. Okay, so we're gonna be sharing music with you. Uh, but you know, before we get into that, we should just kind of talk about like what our week's been like. You know, how's it been, guys? What have you been up to? Seen any good movies? Uh, you know, I don't know. How do you make the most of this time? Amen. Look at that face. Yeah, uh, I've been Did watching. Anything good? I've been watching a lot of uh, Godzilla movies. Nice. Fun. Who's your favorite kaiju monster? Oh, I just watched the Mothra one, and Mothra's pretty darn cool. Mothra is great. Uh, she Mothra has two little like miniature Japanese girls that like yeah, like fairy women that yeah. are like it's handlers or friends. Yeah. I don't get it. And they're pretty cool, but they're like tiny. They're like tinier than the normal person. They're like the size of a regular moth. (laughs) Wow. But then Mothra is enormous, but they like ride on Mothra and you can still see them. Like they put little toys of the girls on the Mothra puppet. (laughs) But I'm like, how could we see them? They're like, (laughs) (laughs) tail doesn't match. Yeah. Because, like, they should not be able to be seen. Uh, I mean, my favorite is uh, Mechagodzilla. That's my favorite Godzilla creature. 
Mechagodzilla is quite good. I'm a big fan of King Ghidorah, personally. But is that the one with the heads, the multiple <laughs> dragon yeah. heads? Eamon, do you, or Kyle, do you remember that, uh, I think it was a Super Nintendo video game that was like Godzilla versus like the World of Monsters or something, it was called something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like a beat-em-up, or not a beat-em-up, yeah. it, was a, it was a fighting game. Yeah, it was like a four-person brawler with Godzilla creatures. Yeah, it was pretty you cool. Could, like roll up his Anguirus or something. Yeah. I never, yeah. I never played that. Yeah, and, and there were like different locations. Like I remember, you could fight like on the moon and stuff. <laughs> that's yeah. what it does. I mean, I mean, that's where like King Ghidorah is from. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, uh, as I've mentioned on this show before, I've been playing a lot of Commander and Magic: The Gathering. Um, the new set that came out, actually, it was supposed to be out already, but it got delayed because of this. It comes out in a couple weeks. It's called Ikoria Lair of Behemoths, and the whole shtick in it is giant monsters. So I don't know how they pulled this off, but they made a deal with whoever owns the right to, to Godzilla. So all the they printed a bunch of alternate art versions of the cards that are Godzilla monsters, and they're fucking dope. Like, they look wow. so cool. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting my hands on them. Mothra is one. It's ordinarily a card called Luminous Brood Moth, and it is. Ooh, it is spicy. Um, That's so it. yeah, more Godzilla connections. Very good. Love Godzilla. Yeah, I got like the Criterion Blu-ray deluxe set of the Toho Godzilla movies a while ago. So now I can actually watch them and not just buy things without using them. David, <laughs> <laughs> did you see the right. most recent Godzilla? I guess like the sequel to the sequel to the Brian Cranston one. Yeah, that one. I did not. I wanted to. Um, I read the reviews that weren't very good. Uh, no, too bad. So I didn't see it, but I, I, I'm going to check it out at yeah. some point. Did you all see it? I did not see it. I have not seen it either. Hmm. I remember liking, honestly, it's weird. It's like a movie I seemingly have no memory of, but I know I saw the Brian Cranston one, and I have vague memories of liking it. Yeah, I remember enjoying I it. I didn't tell you anything about it. But like, I don't, like, I like Godzilla when it's a guy in a suit. Right. It's a lot less compelling when it's not. Yeah. Like, computerized Godzilla. I don't know. Hmm. But I'll, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure, like, monster, like, the giant monster movies in, like, the CG era, like, have the same punch. I don't know what. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. like, everything about the movie Pacific Rim, mm-hmm. is, like, I feel like I should love that movie, and I really didn't care for it very much. Like, it has giant robots, it has, like, kaiju monsters, it has Idris Elba and Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I feel like I should like that movie. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. huh? Are you more of an Atlantic Rim guy? <laughs> uh, I did see that. That is one of the movies included on uh, the Mystery Science Theater gauntlet thing. They just oh, is it? Yes, and it is astonishingly bad. Wow. I can't believe they got away with making a movie just called Atlantic Rim. Yeah, giant fighting monster or like <laughs> giant robots. Like, how do you? How did they not get sued for this? Or maybe they did, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, it's pretty brilliant. There was also that same company I think put out Transmorphers. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so the covers like exactly the same. Like, yeah. how many like middle-aged moms or grandmoms were like in the video store? Like, oh, they my grandson likes this. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, what have you been watching? Uh, so, uh, actually, pursuant to the onesie I'm wearing right now, I started a rewatch on Adventure Time, uh, which is on Hulu, which I'm kind of obsessed with. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of like a, a great, like, it's it's very light fare. The episodes are only 15 minutes, but it's a ton of fun. It's just like one of the shows, like, it gets something about, like, being young and imaginative that I think is really kind of special in a way. Uh, and then, uh, oh, I finally got around to watching Hail Caesar. Oh. Uh, the Coen Brothers movie. Highlander awesome. alums, Christopher Lambert and Clancy Brown. Uh-oh. The dog just battering rams itself into the door, trying to get in. But uh, it's in the house. <laughs> coming from inside the house. Uh, but I loved Hail Caesar. Oh, I great. Thought- hysterical. Also, like, all the long discussions about, like, communist theory <laughs> embedded in this kind of silly caper movie <laughs> like 
Uh, we're just amazing. Uh, like great ensemble cast as well. Thought it was quite excellent. I could do without the main or what's his name? Uh, Cable. What's the actor's name? Oh, um, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, I could do without the number of people he slaps in the face. In <laughs> but otherwise, he's great in the movie too, though. He is great in the movie. He does a very good job. I was uh, I was rather smitten with that movie. Um, and, and so, what did you think of Lambert and uh, and especially that scene? It's a very funny scene in the movie. It's only like one scene, but it is very funny. He plays like a Swedish director who, unbun- you know, who has unknowingly uh, perhaps fathered a child. <laughs> it's like terrific. It's just like a little side note in the movie, but I think he does great for for what it is, and he definitely does his laugh. Mm-hmm. It's like featured prominently. Yep. So that's been great. Uh, oh, and before we move on from the Magic the Gathering thing, I saw we had a, uh, a recent message from a viewer, Robin P., uh, asking whether I play regular commander or uh, competitive commander. I play the, the casual version because who's got the money and why uh, to, to play the competitive version. Uh, and they asked, what commander I play? I, my favorite is Rafik of the many. It's a real janky deck based around like forcing people to fight duels, and I think that's fun, even though it's not very good. Hmm. Wow, Rafik! I like I, I could just see your eyes gla- glass over on that. So I'm sure the people at home are loving this. Except right. for P, she <laughs> they love it. They love it. That's right. They're loving it. Did you ever play Yu-Gi-Oh, Kyle? Uh, no. Yu-Gi-Oh is like a little bit after my time. Mm. in terms of like I was not the target audience for it and I was already playing like magic at the time that that came out and wasn't really in the market for a second game like that all I can say though is I cannot believe that is marketed for small children because I've at least seen it played and think I know like a few things about it it seemed like Pokemon the card game is like way above for the most part the third graders who I see playing it and like Yu-Gi-Oh seems way more complicated than that. And it's always like these kids going like, I want to duel. And like, it's like, you're just making up the rules of this game. Like you guys are just fucking around. Weird side note on that. Uh, when I was like, I, I remember it was right before I turned 21. Um, so you're about what, 20? Yeah, but like, it was Thank the you, before I turned. I can't take credit for making a joke like that. But. Yeah, it's true. You can't. It was literally one month, though, before my <laughs> 21st birthday. And uh, as a result of a train act, like a, a train delay, I missed Valentine's Day proper. Uh, but I was going up to visit the, the girl I was dating at the time up in like the Princeton area. And we ended up at this bar called Alchemist and Barrister. And they were doing some Valentine's Day deal where you're supposed to get a glass of champagne with your meal. The meal was really disappointing. They wouldn't give me the glass of champagne because they carded me. (laughs) They charged me for the soda that they substituted. But during this entire thing, we were seated next to a young family who brought their two kids to their Valentine's dinner, which I think was a questionable decision. And they are arguing about the rules of how you play the Pokemon card game the entire time. And the older brother was bullying the younger brother to like say the rules were different and he was just making it up. (laughs) And I'm just saying that I'm like, I'm having a crisis here. Do I have to intercede? on like this younger brother's behalf to let him know that his brother is cheating like wow that's a real uh moral dilemma that's like that card game where like you're presented with a a moral dilemma oh yeah uh what did you do kyle what did you do uh i just sat there and like you know a vein popped out of my head is (laughs) (laughs) this kid just like no 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 i can play like and just it was one thing after the other no, 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 I can just play Charizard right from my hand. Don't worry about it. I'm like, mm, mm, full of shit, kid. What about you, Keith? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> um, I was mentioning just before we uh, started recording uh, that I watched Parasite this week. Absolutely oh. loved it. Highly recommend everybody go check it out. It is also on Hulu. So if you have a Hulu account, watch it before it goes away. Um, yeah, beautifully shot movie. Uh, I want to watch it again just for the cinematography. Uh, 
all these everything's like in squares and everything's like through boxes and stuff it's really interesting um and really like interesting like color uh decisions too uh performances are great the story is troubling and timely and yeah can't recommend it enough uh but on the fun end of things um i did finally start watching uh like i'm gonna watch all the james bond movies in a row so good project i I started with dr no um i'm only like maybe halfway three quarters maybe halfway through um but i'll finish that maybe dr no or halfway through all of them Oh, I'm just halfway through Dr. No. So in my quest to finish them all, I'm halfway through the very first one. So haven't haven't made uh, too much progress. But I just started the other day, so I don't know. Nice. But that's certainly uh, fun. Um, I yeah. don't know. It's been so long since I've seen any of those movies. Like, even the opening title sequence. Eamon, you're, you know so much about these movies. So I oh, yeah. defer to you. Because uh, I'm sure you know a lot more about how they all came. I don't know, all the stuff about it. Uh mm-hmm. The opening title sequence, uh, like there's some really interesting animation and stuff, but like the musics, they just cut it. Like it'll yeah. just be a song, like the theme song plays and then it just cuts and a new song starts. Like it's really interesting how uh, kind of choppy the editing on the first movie is uh, in a yeah. weird way. Um, they're, they're still figuring it out. Right. Uh, yeah, I got the impression that maybe like, like that opening sequence wasn't designed for the music they had in mind initially and then they, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, get ready for a lot of weird uh, racism and sexism. Oh yeah, there, there's it's insanely sexist, uh, and the racism. I mean, there's already well, he hasn't even put on his uh, you know quote unquote yellow face yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Until you only live twice, you got a long way to yeah. go. But we we already have you know white women playing uh, people of Asian descent, uh, yep. and it's it's real dicey. It yeah. actually say it's real dicey. It's really screwed up and. Uh, yeah. So that's going on. So yeah, I love those movies. Just as a caveat, but there's a lot of horrible shit in them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, you have a hard time see, dealing with that for movies. You know, anytime during that era or before that yeah. era. Hell, there I, I'm constantly seeing things. I'm like, this movie was made like 15 yeah. years ago. How did they? How did they get away with this? Yep. Yeah. No, it's really true. Uh, yeah, movies from not too long ago have some you know, material that would not really fly today. And rightfully yeah. so, I think, so. Yeah. I mean, wow. even even today, like with uh, Parasite winning the, the best picture <laughs> Oscar, wasn't even in, in English. Oh, boy. I can't tell you how many people. Did that happen again? I, I told people at work about the movie Parasite. I was like, oh, I'm going to see this movie or whatever. I don't know. We just talked about it casually. And pe- so many people were like, wait, there's subtitles? I'm not watching it. And I'm like, huh? Like, huh? Like, you're not yeah. going to watch it because you have to read? Like, it's also not, not much. It's not like reading a book. Like, it's not hard. No. <laughs> you <just> look down. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get uh, it either, but. It's oh, good, well. I'm glad it won. I'm glad it won. <laughs> no, it's great. It deserved a win. Although I would have just picked Green Book again. <laughs> Why? Because you couldn't pick Crash again? Yeah. I did. I've not seen Green Book, so I've not either. I, I cannot really comment. And I like Viggo Mortensen and what's his name, Marshala Ali. Yeah, like, I, I, I like both of them. Yeah, it does really have that crash vibe. <laughs> it does. It does. It's like a, a like a, a, a white people pat yourself on the back for racism movie. Yeah, oh, that's good. what I've heard anyway. Maybe yeah, not. Yeah, I haven't Maybe. seen it. I totally forgot about that movie and can't believe it won Best Picture. Kind of like Crash. <laughs> That's a, what's his name? Paul uh, Haggis movie. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Haggis. Haggis. Yum. Bringing it back to Highlander. That's revolting. And to only depart once again from Highlander. As we're talking about music this episode. You guys ready to hop into it? Yeah. Do it to it. All right. So, uh, Eamon, why don't you, well, we've all picked uh, five different songs that we wanted to share with you, the listeners. We all had different reasons for picking them. Um, I will let each person who picked the song explain you know, why and everything. Uh, so yeah, uh, Emma, we're going to start with you. Uh, which yeah. song do you want me to uh, open up first? Uh, let's do the Shinobi 3. All right. So uh, Keith had this idea for the music, and I'm a big nerd, and I, I like music. I listen to music. What a bland statement. Oh, I listen to music. Sure. Uh, I don't listen to music a lot, but like I like Tom Waits and like Portishead and stuff like that. But I, I listen to like nerdy music a lot more like movie soundtracks and anime soundtracks and video game music. Um, so this is uh, 
a song from the video game Shinobi 3 for Sega Genesis. Um, Oof. I feel like I have nightmares about this game. Here, Eamon, how about we listen to like 10 seconds of it and yeah. then we'll pause it. You can tell us a little bit more and then we'll listen a little bit more. So just a, a disclaimer for everybody out there, uh, due to copyright rules and all that sort of stuff, uh, we're only going to be playing little sections of each of these pieces and we're going to have to stop regularly so we can talk about it a little bit. Uh, but again, the idea is just to introduce you to stuff we're listening to and then you can go and uh, listen to the full tracks if you want, okay? All right, yeah. so let's, let's listen to a bit of Shinobi 3. I like those. Um, so this game, I didn't play this on the original uh, Genesis. Um, I played this on the PS3. Like they had a Sonic's Genesis collection or whatever. Oh and yeah, might, that's a good one. You can play Game Ground on that. Yes, they have lots of games on there. It's like thirty games or something. Um, so me and my roommate a couple years ago got really good at this game. Uh, and that track just stood out to me. Um, I would just listen to it on YouTube over and over again. Um, <laughs> and I, I got to the, the whole game has really good music. Um, I would get to the final boss and I could never beat the final boss. My roommate beat the, beat the game. <laughs> I, I got perfect at the whole game except the final boss and I never beat it and I don't know why. Wow, here, let's listen to a little bit more. Yeah. I also had this on vinyl. <laughs> no, you don't. Like, Do you, you really? Actually yeah. had this on vinyl? Yep. Wow. Did they make like a Shinobi album or? They, they put out the soundtrack to this game on vinyl. And I can't, that's amazing. Yeah. The music's pretty cool. Is, is, yeah. it, is it the original soundtrack or did, was yep. it like re-recorded with instruments? Nope. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know if either of you guys have ever been to Franklin Hall here in uh, uh, Philadelphia. The, it's like a beer garden up in Northern Liberties. Oh, yeah. Uh, one Wednesday every month, they do this like nerd night, they call it, where they get, it's mostly grad students from Penn, because that's who started it ages ago. Um, Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> So they get people to come in and basically just like, it's a lecture about anything that they want to talk about. And normally there's like two semi-serious ones and one that's really fun. And I haven't gone to one of these in a long time, but the last one I went to, the guy did a whole breakdown of video game music and the hardware restrictions that the music put on it. It's like a lot of people talk about like, why does this music all sound this way? Like, why was this what they did? And it's like, well, and then he breaks down. It's like, well, here's the NES. And like, I guess a lot of these tracks sound different on the, like the Japanese consoles because they had like more pins that could process the audio on like the cartridges. Like if you look in it, you see those little connection pins. Oh, neat. Some of those were dedicated for audio and actually the Japanese console actually had more like, was able to receive more of those pins to process audio. So the audio on a lot of the Japanese versions is actually better. Wow, wow. fascinating. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a whole cool thing that he broke down. Huh. Let's oh, listen to a couple more seconds uh, before we wrap up this one, okay? Yeah. Cool. Shinobi 3. 3, baby. What happened to the other two Shinobis? 
they weren't on the um the disc for for some reason um, <laughs> the, they the, might have been master system games actually i'm not sure about yeah that. i'm not sure about that uh they i kept making shinobi games didn't they yeah, yeah. I, think, I think there's a playstation 2 one um yeah Hi, you, what, what was that a shinobi game you had Kyle? what was the one where you like flipped around like crazy that was ninja gaiden ninja gaiden of course punishingly difficult yes uh, but those games but were awesome terrific uh and very hard and you know made you want to tear your eyes out sometimes but there it is mm-hmm. <laughs> all right kyle why don't you uh pick uh the next one from your list what do we got sure are we just going in uh you can go in i can go in order that you gave me if you want uh why don't yeah why don't we do the first one at least great now uh this will be a song from wolfpack love uh, it and uh it's called one for one dimaggio Ooh, like uh, joe so you'll you'll see <laughs> this is a great song yeah uh do we want to kick it off or yeah why don't, why don't we kick it off with a little bit and uh yeah they're they're a great band I support this decision, Kyle. There we go. So tell us about Wolfpack, Kyle. Sure. So they're stick. Uh, they're like a pretty funky band, as you can hear. Their kind of fake shtick is that they are a like a house band in a German club <laughs> is like the, the the little mythos of the band. But uh, all this stuff is really cool. It like kind of runs the gamut. But the one the thing that kind of drew me to this song for this purpose, I was talking to some friends of mine the other day. And one of them pointed out, it's like, God, like, I really miss baseball. Mm. And, like, that that's kind of, like, a, a hallmark of the changing of the seasons. It's like, oh, it's, like, baseball time. And I'm not a huge fan, but, like, I always see a couple games a year. I kind of live near the stadiums and whatnot. And that got me thinking about this song because it is basically just chock full of only half-accurate baseball <laughs> references. Uh, and it, you know, scratched a little bit of that itch I might have for, like, opening day uh, and, and jamming out. Awesome. Let's listen to some more. Yeah. Let's do it. Minus three, I'm at the local school. Let's all high school team. I've got the food in love. I've got the minus three. I'm in the local news. Hey kids, guess what? It's your lucky day because you get to tell me your favorite baseball team, okay? So one, two, three. How did you know? That's my favorite baseball team too. Yes, it is. I mean, like all their stuff has a great sense of humor in general that runs through it. This is from uh, the album. Uh, I think this is the Sweet Science is the name of this album. Uh, so it has like a certain uh, like I guess sports theme kind of runs gently through it. All their videos are really fun too, because like I feel like they're a great mix of like awesome musicianship and like weird internet culture shit. Like <laughs> like all like this video is a perfect example of like the text on the bottom, it's like really quirky. Uh there's like weird silly edits in a lot of their videos. I don't know, it's it's really campy and great. When is yeah. when is this uh this outfit from? I think that this album was like 2015, mm, okay. uh, or excuse me, 2016. Uh, actually, I was wrong. The uh, the beautiful game is the name of this album. The sweet science is like the opening track. Mm. Uh, probably the most famous song of theirs might be called uh, "Animal Spirits," which is from this album, uh, which is also super cool. I, mean, I recommend all their stuff. It's great. Yeah, they're good. Are they from? Uh, are they from Michigan? I want to say. Uh, I could be completely wrong. I don't know why I thought they were from uh, like the Midwest. 
Uh, they met at the University of Michigan Music. Hey, all right. All right, let's listen to a tiny bit more, and we'll close out with Wolfpack. Nice. Wolfpack. Here we go. Oh, here we go. DiMaggio. Perfect street. It's one. But it's Very good. I love it. Yeah. So good stuff. Kicking it off with a happy one. <laughs> good stuff, Keith. All right. I'm up next. For us, man. All right. So um, I decided this was really hard. I get like I get amped about doing this sort of stuff. I love sharing like music and watching music with people. Uh, I don't know. Many of you have been here for uh, I guess like little parties and stuff at the house where we play like the YouTube game, which is really fun. Where the point of the game uh, is. Like you put on a song and if it makes you think of another song, you add it to the queue mm. and it can get pretty out there. Uh, like whether it's like a dance move in one video, makes you think of a dance move in another one, suddenly that song's in the queue and suddenly we're bouncing around genres. It's fun. Uh, but anyway, uh, I had a real hard time picking stuff to play. Um, so I decided to theme it uh, to Philadelphia, except for my last pick, uh, which is not a Philadelphia pick. Uh, oh, I thought it was fun to Pittsburgh share pick. What's that? Is it, is it a Pittsburgh pit? That's right. I shake my um, fist. So anyway, I thought it would uh, be fun to share some music that's kind of being made in Philly right now. Um, so we're going to start out. Let me cue it up here uh, to the first verse. All right. Um, this is a band uh, called Mannequin Pussy, uh, which is a great Ooh. name for a band, I think. <laughs> Uh, they are a Philly punk band, um, although this, this song is not quite as punk as a lot of their stuff. Uh, this is off their last album, uh, Patience, um, which came out, I guess, last year. Uh, but a lot of their stuff is like a lot more punk driven. This kind of feels a little bit more like alt-rock, uh, but it's cool. I'll start playing it, and then we'll talk about it, I guess. So this is verse one. Chess, that's right. Fuck chess. Uh, also, I didn't mention the name of the song. It's called Drunk 2. Drunk 2. <laughs> so, drunk 2 is, is the name of the song. Drunk as well or like the second drunk? The second drunk. Drunk. Uh, so anyway, so this, this song, uh, we kind of skipped the, the very intro to it, but the song's about this uh, woman who like goes to a club like every night of the week. So it starts with her in different outfits going into the club and you get to see her uh, kind of interactions over those couple nights. Uh, it's all about kind of just, it's a very like sad love song. It's about kind of being alone and getting drunk when everyone else around you is hooking up or whatever. Um, and this was uh, filmed at the Photo Club in North Philly, which is a pretty cool place. Uh, oh, I've never been there. It's Don't very you have cool. To be invited to go there. What's that? Don't you have to be invited to go there? Yeah, it works as like a private club. So you can join and it's pretty cheap, or you can like go to an event. Uh, they have some like open events a lot, or you get invited. Yeah. Which oh. those private clubs are one of the ways around our very strict last call hours. Exactly. That's why they do it. Yeah. What's last call here? 2 a.m. Or no, uh, 1.45. One, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool I'm place. Very... They've got like a big outdoor like garden uh, with like food trucks. And then like the downstairs is kind of like this retro diner. And upstairs is like a dance club. But it's like <laughs> there's like velvet Elvis paintings and stuff on the walls. It's really great. Velvis. <laughs> Velvis. That's right. Velvis. Mm. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's listen to a little bit more of them, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this will, I guess, be the, the chorus or so. Oh, 
All right. Like the cowboy man. Yes, we all like the cowboy man. We all like the cowboy man. <laughs> Keith, have you ever heard the band? This kind of reminds me of another Philly punk outfit. Have you ever heard the band Fold Bush? No, I don't think it, so. It's like a an all girl punk band from here in Philly. Uh, actually, oddly enough, I think they're here right now. Are you about to let them in? <laughs> what? No. Uh, oh, never mind. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with the uh, their album art, which is this. Heyo. Uh, but if you liked that, they might be another band you'd be into. What is that, Dill? What's that? Yeah, it's all Dill all the time. <laughs> all Dill. All Dill. The real Dill. Dill or no Dill. Oh, boy. <laughs> Eamon, you're up next. Go. Oh. What uh, song would you like? What, what, what's my number two on there? Your Where number you two is over? Quarters of Time. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right. Starting at 16 seconds. We can make that happen. Seconds. Yeah. All right. So, Eamon, tell us about uh, your next pick here. Yes. So, this is uh, from the video game Chrono Trigger. Very nice. Which is one of my favorite video games. Um, I had a Sega Genesis when I was a kid. So, Congratulations. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Weird brag, but okay. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I... So I didn't get to play Chrono Trigger until I was older, and it came out on PlayStation in a video game set called Final Fantasy Chronicles, which was Chrono Trigger with Final Fantasy IV. Hmm. Which um, was our Final Fantasy II, right? Yes, I believe so. Um, and I love this game. The Dragon Ball creator, Akira Toriyama, did the character designs. Oh, the, I didn't know that. The, yeah. The music's by Yasunori Mitsuda, and it's very good, and awesome. I love it. Let's take a little bit of a listen. A little bit, a little bit. Here we go. I like Japanese RPGs a lot. I like exploring and hearing all the music and being taken to another world. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, what what makes like Chrono Trigger different than other RPGs? Like, what's unique about it? If people uh, so in Chrono Trigger, you travel through time, um, and there are like twelve endings or something. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. The at yeah. some point they introduce that you can fight the final boss uh, at any time throughout the game. Uh, and once you beat the game once, you can restart while keeping all your power up so you can more easily fight it early. Uh, and depending on when in the course of the game you choose to fight it, you get a completely different ending. I think there's one ending where you all become dinosaurs. It's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've never gotten all the endings. Um, so, you know, feel free to write your angry emails to me because uh, I'm a fake fan. <laughs> Fake nerd boy. I don't know. Fake nerd boy. I, I, I'm definitely prepared to say that Crow Trigger is still one of my top 10 games of all time. You can play it on your phone now. Um, they did release a, a very good phone port yeah. of it that that plays really well. Um, so if I people haven't crossed this off their list, they totally should. I, this is like still in my top 10 games of all time. Wow. Cool. Let's listen to a little more. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Like the the ambient quality of that 
that song, if that's yeah. the right word. Uh, and I like Japanese RPG music because, like, I can turn it on while I'm like working or doing something. It's not mm-hmm. too distracting, but it's still good. And yeah, uh, it's still good. Uh, <laughs> I was. I like this music because it's good. I like this music because I like it. Yeah, I, I a lot of the music in this is great. Uh, I remember back when I was playing saxophone a lot, like uh, when I was in high school and whatnot. The 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 frog looking character who is pictured there, appropriately named Frog, his theme song is Fire, um, and that was like something like I need to learn how to play this on my saxophone, <laughs> and, and did it kind of rules. That's but, awesome. I didn't know you played saxophone. Yes, I was I was pretty good once upon a time. Now I go to play and it makes my face hurt, <laughs> <laughs> but you know I've got more. Well, time. it makes our ears hurt. Yeah. That's oh. I'm just sharing in your pain now. Uh, Does it it take a lot of facial muscles? Is that why it hurts? Yeah, and it's a lot of muscles that you use for nothing else. I mean, it's just not something you would normally use. So your embouchure, like what you do with your mouth. You got to keep your, my hair's all covering it up. You can't see I'm like eh, tucking in your, there you go. Yeah, but I, I, I remember being able to play for, you know, hours once upon a time, but you know, now I play for 15 minutes and all of a sudden, like, I get weird pains in the side of my face. And of course, I suck now. So, <laughs> like, that, between the pain and playing like shit, it's really hard to stick with it. But Keith, what did, what did you play in high school? I played clarinet. Clarinet. That's what I thought. Right. And you played long, be- far beyond high school. Yeah. That's what I went to school for. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Far beyond. <laughs> that's right. Awesome. Good pick, yeah. Eamon. Any, uh, Woody Allen recordings on? Uh... I do not own any Woody <laughs> Allen recordings, no. Yeah. Although I did see that documentary year, year like when I was a kid. Uh, he made a documentary about him playing the clarinet. That's soon you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kyle, you're up next. Sure. So next, uh, why don't we go with the song God of Loss by Darling Side? All right. Uh, so... Darling Side is a Boston-based, like, kind of folk band, I guess is how I would describe them. Uh, They are one of my favorite bands. I think I've seen them five times, four times. Try to see them every time they they come through. Actually, I'm pretty sure they were supposed to be in, like, Phoenixville or something like that fairly recently, but obviously that was not going to be on the cards on account of this pandemic. Uh, but I think their music is really beautiful. Uh, the song I've selected is a sadder, more haunting song by them, but a lot of their songs are uh, have a great sense of humor and are actually very fun. Um, but I figured, I know we all probably have some feels during this this period, so I, f- I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't pick, like, uh, I don't know, a more sentimental, sadder song and at least one of my picks. So, all right. God of Lost by Darling Side. Check it out. My father was a carpenter, my mother she died young, I'm the eldest of my brothers, you're the trouble in my blood, trouble in my blood. I swore that I'd stay humble like my father was before. all right we'll stop before the chorus yeah uh, that video is amazing yeah i love the paper cuts yeah it's incredible actually i had um i'd seen a lot of footage of them on youtube just because they do a lot of like they do a tiny desk concert with npr which is awesome um so i'd seen a lot of their live stuff on there but i hadn't gone through they have you know, a handful of music videos and this one really grabbed me uh, this is also one of my favorite songs that they do uh, for, you know, a, a lot of the, it's very beautiful and it's like kind of haunting. It's also like one of the first songs by them I had ever heard. Uh, but the thing that I just want to point out is like seeing them live is incredible because they do a lot of really complex harmonies and things like that. And that they're able to to capture that live, like kind of knocks my socks off. Like they they basically just like stand in a circle around one mic and are able to to do it, and it's kind of nuts. Um, That's great. Cool. They do yeah. it live. 
do it live. They do it live. <laughs> yeah, let's listen to a little more. Yeah. teary-eyed and i want to listen to the whole thing yeah no it's they're incredible this is from the album uh birds say it's called uh it's maybe it's like one of my favorite albums it's like this is kind of my fiance and i's band now i'm getting a little teary-eyed uh, this is like kind of our band um so it's really great but you know not all of it is as haunting as this they actually have a a song that is actually just a, a veiled series of Back to the Future references. Um, they so like there's a there's a wide variety of of stuff here, but it always has um, kind of these folk influences and these like really precise harmonies built throughout it. Um, and weird last piece of trivia: uh, their name Darling Side came from uh, something one of them was once told in like a a writing class that you know good writing is all about killing your darlings um uh, yeah. thus thus the name darling side which i thought was kind of clever yeah that is very clever here this is so good i vote we listen to another couple seconds of it and then yeah, we'll, uh, i mean no argument on. from me yep it's very pretty here we go back ah come on there we go Where did you where did you see them perform, Kyle? Uh, so they've come through town a few times. Uh, they played Union Transfer uh, twice. Mm. Uh, also, oddly enough, uh, very close to uh, my hometown in uh, Haddon Heights, New Jersey, they came. Like they they ended up coming to like christen like a little stage opening mm. so i actually uh, my parents and i ended up going um, <laughs> that's cool to see them it was kind of fun uh and my fiance's parents went as well so we ate hoagies in the park and you know watched them play um so if you ever get the chance to hear them i i cannot recommend them enough uh, and they're super cool um people we like chatted with one of them a little bit because he was like doing yoga before his performance in the park and we like walked by so i was like that's the guy he's like really <laughs> um anyway darling awesome. side cool yeah. darling side. all right my next pick another philly band uh i'm gonna pick a song this song is called boyish um off of uh the album soft sounds from another planet by the band japanese breakfast from philly and this is a project headed up by michelle zahner uh, and it's, uh, they're really interesting. I don't know how to describe them. Their sound is like very throwbacky, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll play a little and you'll get a feel for it right away. It's very moody, 
Um, I love her vocal quality. It's really uh, fascinating. Um, are you guys familiar with Japanese Breakfast? Uh, Michelle used to work at Brave New Worlds. No way. How about that? I would, I would uh, buy my comics from her. Cool. <laughs> yeah. She's cool. there before we get into the chorus so how'd you find this band um i think i heard them on npr for the first time uh and then i ended up seeing them live uh last year at the uh exponential music festival which was really cool oh awesome what's yeah, that uh what's that what is that festival it is so xpn is a local uh radio oh. station okay i thought you said exponential i did, did. Oh, yeah, that's what they call the music festival because it's XPN, so it's X exponential. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great. I'm done. Festival. <laughs> it's really quite terrific. Yeah. It's over in Cam at the Camden Waterfront at like BB and T, I guess is what it's yeah. called. So they do like there's an outdoor concert that's part of it, like right on the waterfront, uh, and they have a lot of different bands, uh, you know, perform locally and nationally, uh, and then like there's big headliners uh, at night. Um, in like the big stadium right next door, which is pretty cool. That is yeah, cool. like I ended, I didn't go this past year, but the the year I've gone the two years prior to that, and there's just been some pretty amazing stuff that came through. I would say the Colin Overus, the guy from uh, Bright Eyes, was the headliner the day I went last time. Uh, you know, you can see some pretty incredible stuff. Yeah, um, I'll play the chorus from the song now. Also, like. I don't know, especially this song, and it's also probably the vibe of the video. Like this, this song feels like it belongs in like Twin Peaks or something. Uh, <laughs> like it's this like ethereal, like soft rock and roll. Uh, it's great. Um, Can we all do like a dance from Twin Peaks while that goes? Yeah, sure. All right, we'll do it. What's a dance? <laughs> Yeah, it's really great. I, I don't I just love like the the textures of the the song. It's really cool. I could definitely uh, see Audrey Horn dancing to that. Right? A la Twin Peaks. Very cool. Yeah. And some I mean, local music. I don't know if it's still going on, but I know Bandcamp has been periodically doing like uh like fee holidays, so like all the money goes to the bands. Oh, cool. Uh, so you can support those. Just a a thing for people to keep an eye on during the, the pandemic because I'm sure a lot of these musicians are hurting because they can't play live shows. Yeah. Michelle uh, wrote some interesting articles about um, food she would cook with her mother. I don't know if you read those. Oh, no. Huh. I'll try to find them and send you the link. Cool. Um, I wasn't like... singer of this, this band? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was only like casual acquaintances with her, but my my friends at Brave New Worlds are like good friends with her. Um, that's weird. It's a small world. <laughs> yeah, right. It's crazy. Um, Eamon, you're up next. Awesome. Um, what's we can just go. With, we'll go right with, in order. Yeah. Orders. All right. Great. We got. Uh, let's see here. We got Fez. Oh yeah. Uh, so this is a, by a. a I don't know if it's a band or a musician called Disaster Piece. Um, they're actually on Bandcamp, uh, and they a lot of their music is free. So I would suggest going on 
Bandcamp and and finding their their channel or page. I don't know what you call it on Bandcamp. Uh, I sound like a sixty year old man. Uh, <laughs> go on their page, uh, but uh, Fez is a puzzle game. I never beat it, but I just love the music from it. I somehow came across the music um, independently of the game. Uh, oh wow! I just really like it. Um, it's it's, it's cool. a cool game. It's great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. All right, let's uh, uh let's listen to a little. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember how I came across this game now. Um, Brian Lee O'Malley, the comic book artist who did Scott Pilgrim, did the cover art for the game. Oh. That's how I come across things is I'm a big fat nerd and he's like, <laughs> cover art for this game. And then no, I looked it up and found the music and yeah. Uh, awesome. So Eamon, I have a question for you. Uh, yes. So your, your picks have all are, are all video game music. So can you tell yeah. us about like, why you like video game music and like what does it make you think of when you listen to this stuff um that's a good question uh <laughs> i like how the the video game music composers i i find really interesting because they kind of i feel like they're unsung in a way because they kind of have to be masters of like every genre of music in a way like because a video game like each stage might have its own feel or might have its own genre of music. And I just think it's really fascinating and cool. I um, mean, I can just listen to it while I'm, you know, working or, or, or doing other stuff. Um, but I find it just helps get my juices going. It like, you know, takes me to like a creative place where I can think of like, uh, all these journeys I've taken on in playing different games and I just find find it very um, stirring and like yeah. it helps the creative juices cool. yeah. yeah I was gonna ask like when you listen to this stuff does it put you right in the game like right away basically yeah yeah, yeah it does awesome. um, but it's just like uh, it, it hits for me in a, in a different way than like like I, I didn't I didn't listen to the radio a lot as a kid. Um, like a lot of people, you know, they're driving around and they're listening to like the popular music. And I was more playing video games than listening to the radio. So I think it's probably also a nostalgic thing. Yeah, totally. For sure. Awesome. Let's listen to a little bit more. Yeah, I know I get, I, I get amped whenever I hear like music from Sonic 3, like, um... I go down Sonic rabbit holes on YouTube all the time. And... Me too. Yep. <laughs> Sonic music is some of my favorite. I'm surprised I didn't pick a sonic song for this yeah. well if you guys want we can always do more of these and we can theme them in the future like i'd be down for video game music i'd be down for uh you know pick me up music that was almost what i picked this time i was like oh maybe i should just pick a bunch of like my feel-good tunes but uh anyway let's listen to a little more <laughs> some of the syncopation in the drums it's cool yeah that is what so what kind of puzzle are you solving in this game like what is the format of the puzzle so you have to um find these gold plates um these little blocks um so you're on like a three-dimensional like building and you have to like kind of like rotate the building Mm -hmm. and it's all like weird visual like spatial kind of puzzle yeah it it plays with like the the mix of 2d and 3d that's cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's like, it's like you're like turning a Puzz 3D around mm-hmm. or something. Um, and you have to like hone in on these golden plates. Um, golden plates. What is this? Uh, Joseph Smith? Um, yeah, the thing is like in Book of Mormon, I got the golden plates. Yeah. Golden plates. <laughs> 
Um, it's really good. Uh, the music's awesome too. Like you can get the whole album for free. I, I bought it on my phone, but it's great music. Disaster piece. I've I've, I've listened to their band camp like hundreds of times at work and stuff. Uh, so I would check it out. Cool. All right, everybody. Uh, we're going to take a little break. Uh, we've gone through about half the songs that we've picked so far. Uh, so thank you, Eamon and Kyle, for sharing the music uh, with us. And I hope everybody <laughs> I hope everybody out there uh, likes some of the selections and is interested in checking them out in the links below. And again, don't forget to put your uh, recommendations for stuff you're listening to for other fans in the comment section below. Um, but yeah, we're going to break now, and we're going to come back next week with a second episode uh, with the rest of our picks. Uh, so we're really excited about that. So tune in, tune in for that. Uh, we've been your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. Bye. 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 is Corona Chronicle 4. 4. 4. 4. It's like Wolverine, but with an extra one. It's like Wolverine with an extra one. Or it's like me with less one. Well, less one. <laughs>